Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. For this second episode, I'd like to talk a little bit more about art. Specifically, what is art? Now, when most people think about art, they usually think about, you know, paintings, books, maybe sculpture, music. Others may think about photography, maybe fashion design. Some of those outfits you see on the redway can only be described as art. Um, but, you know, there's glass blowing, architecture. But what else can we consider as art? What about cooking? I mean, I know that when I watch some of those cooking shows, I think that the final product, the plating, often looks like a work of art. The colors, the patterns, the design. But what about the process to get to the plate? What about the recipe itself? Cooking is sort of like a mixture of different styles or genres of art. As someone who has done a lot of cooking over many years, I think the entire process is an art form. For example, I think about various foods and how they taste. And I think about how interesting it would be if I tried combining one item with another. You know, how would that work? How would I season it? How would I prepare it? How would I present it? It's not unlike coming up with an idea for a story. A few random ideas float into my head. I play around with different combinations, different situations, until they come together in maybe, hopefully, an interesting way. Well, most of the time. You know, just like writing a story, sometimes the new recipe turns out to be crap. But as I mentioned in the first episode of this podcast, art is all about self-expression. It doesn't matter what the medium may be. What matters is the intent, the execution, the passion. Anyone can splash paint on a canvas, but art is the result of someone purposely splashing paint in a very specific manner. A dash of yellow in this corner, maybe a bit of red across the middle. Art is someone seeing an image in their mind and trying their best to make it real on canvas. Or to take it a step further, it's also someone feeling something, some emotion, anger, joy, fear, disgust. I'm trying to convey that feeling or those feelings in a different way. Hopefully a healthy way. Now that's why you'll hear me say that self-expression is tied to mental health. We all have things locked up inside us. Emotions, scars, fears, hopes, dreams, despair. Artists are the ones who try to express those things in a different medium, metaphorically or literally, with imagination and meaning. You may have noticed I've been saying try a lot. That's because, as artists, trying is the best we can do. I'm sure that other artists will attest that our final product is never quite what we want it to be. We can get close, but it's never quite right. And it's not a failing on our part. It's reality. Reality can't hold a candle to imagination. You know, when I build a story in my mind, it's always so much more elegant than what ends up on the page. I've heard many artists say that they don't finish a work. They abandon it. You know, it gets to a point where the artist just has to say, enough, there's no more I can do, this is it. Unfortunately, I think this is the reason so many fledgling artists get frustrated and give up. They have some idea in their head, some project. They may pick up a pen with a story in mind, or a paintbrush with an image behind their eyes, but they can't quite get it right on paper. I run into this issue myself, with my own writing, with drawing, with photography. I can see something, a scene on a nature trail, for example, you know, sunlight streaming through the leafy branches, or a cardinal sitting on a rotted stump and contrasted with the green and brown backdrop. And I think to myself, this would be an awesome photo. But then I take the picture, and another, and another. 
Now try maybe a little slightly different angle, or maybe try to get the light a little differently. But not one of them captures the scene quite the way I'm seeing it. Is this the camera's fault or my fault that I can't get the image that I see in my mind? Will Photoshop help? Lightroom? I don't know, it might a little bit, but it still won't be exactly right. I'll admit, I used to get frustrated by this, but I think that over the years I've realized that nothing I create will ever be exactly what I want it to be or imagine it to be. But the point is, despite all this, an artist is someone who doesn't give up. We get frustrated, we get annoyed, and we may trash work in progress, but in the end, we always return to the medium and try again. Why is that? Why do we put ourselves through this? Because we have a need to express ourselves. Not every work of art is necessarily a testament to the artist's internal angst, but every work of art is a result of an artist expressing themselves. Regardless of the work, we always put a piece of ourselves into the product. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're writing a story about, I don't know, 24th century vampires in Tokyo or writing a death metal ballad about a beautiful corpse. At some level, some part of the artist is in the work. I mean, it might be the melody or a character trait. It may be obvious or subtle, but there's always a piece of us in there. So art is about investment. The investment of time, of energy, of thought. In my experience, I've found I'm capable of spending inordinate amounts of time thinking about a potential story. I'd consider a basic plot, the what-if catalyst, is it plausible? If not, can I make it so? Have I read anything similar to this in the past? <laughs> As a writer, that's one of my great fears, is that I'll believe I'll come up with this story idea that's just going to blow everyone away, only to find out later, after spending you know hours working on it, that it's already been done, and done much better than I could do. Of course, it can be argued that every story that can be told has been told. All we can do is try to tell the story a different way, with a different setting, different characters, and hope that it's interesting enough to capture a reader's attention. So far, it seems that art is about self-expression, commitment, investment, and there's one more thing I'd like to add to this. Honesty. Yeah, you know, anyone can splash paint on a canvas or type a bunch of words on a page and call it art. But what sets one person's splash paint apart from another person's? That's honesty. Here's what I mean. Honesty means being real when creating something. Actually putting your feelings, your emotions, your excitement, your anger, your joy, your frustration, your love into your work. This doesn't mean creating a piece that represents a feeling, but actually putting those emotions into the piece, allowing them to guide you from start to finish. When I write, I'm not only channeling my own internal thoughts and feelings, but I'm doing my best to include the things my character or characters are feeling. Is it a horror story? Is my protagonist afraid? You know, what do I feel like when I'm afraid? I think about times in the past when I really felt fear. <laughs> like that time when I was like 13 or 14 years old and I had to walk home from a friend's house in the middle of the night, like one in the morning, after watching the first Friday the 13th movie on cable. It felt like the longest two miles of my life. But man, I think I broke some land speed records running home. But that was fear. Stupid fear derived from a stupid movie. And I still remember how I felt that night. How my heart was racing. The panting. My eyes wide in the darkness under the trees. Head snapping around at every noise. So when I write about a character recalling fear, I recall that night. And it helps me to write honestly. 
I believe that when an artist is honest, it makes the work so much better. And I think the audience can pick up on that. So there you have it. At least this is my perspective. And your definition of art may be different, but that's okay. In fact, if you do feel differently, let me know. This podcast is all about discovery and inspiration and ideas, so I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me through my website, richardbist.com, or you can find me on Twitter at richardbist. And before I forget, <laughs> the last episode, the first episode, I challenged my listeners to write a simple poem, just a couple of lines. It could have been a rhyming poem or free verse. If you were feeling especially confident, maybe a haiku or a sonnet. I hope you gave it a shot, and if you did, please feel free to share it with me. If you'd like, I'll even read it on an upcoming episode. With your permission, and I'll give you full credit, of course. And yes, I wrote one too. Here's my contribution. Soft brown eyes and a happy grin. Laying in the sun. The squirrels know this is your territory. You keep it safe. Patiently waiting for me to come home. You greet me at the door. Tail banging against everything and wet kisses. So, yeah, obviously it's about my dog and not my partner. Um, <laughs> so there you have it, okay? Simple. So with that in mind, think about what art means to you. And as a suggestion, take some time to appreciate some art. There are online art galleries and museums where you can view masterpieces from around the world. Or just lay on the couch for an hour and listen to some music on headphones. But I mean, really listen to it. Here's a challenge. Pick out an instrument. The drums, the guitar, the keyboards, for example. And just focus on that one instrument the entire song. Afterwards, think about it. Did it affect you in some way? Did you hear something new, something you didn't realize existed in that music? And as always, let me know how it goes. Alright, well that's all for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and maybe you got something out of it. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Cheers. Cheers.